0: This is the Detroit City Cast with Dan Leach, presented by Bet Rivers.
1: What's going on, fine citizens? Welcome to the Throwdown Thursday edition of the Detroit CityCast. Brought to you by great friends at Bet Rivers. Really looking forward to talking to my man, Troy Mocker, the senior manager of content strategy for Bette Rivers. He'll join us in just a little bit, breaking down Lions, Michigan State, Michigan, some other college football futures, interesting stuff for the Big Ten. We'll get into all the great numbers with my man, Troy Mocker, in just a little bit. Let's take a trip, though, first to the Motown betting window brought to you by Bet Rivers. And you can swing for the fences on Bet Rivers Online Sportsbook this week when you make a first time deposit using code DERBY, the baseball home run derby. Sign up is super easy with Bet Rivers Online Sportsbook, the app, or visit BetRivers.com. Deposit $100 to receive a free Bet Rivers bet for the home run derby. Uh, and you can also deposit 250 and get the total home runs for the entire derby as a free bet Rivers bet. So offers valid from July 11th through July 18th. So download the Bet Rivers online sportsbook app today and use code derby when you make a first time deposit. Visit betrivers.com to see all the latest odds, boosts and promotions running this baseball season. Bet with a winner, bet with Bet Rivers. Must be 21 playable in Michigan only. Gambling prom, call 800 800- 270-7-1-1-7. Of course, we'll have a full breakdown of the All Star game, the home run derby as well, leading into next week's uh, festivities. So we'll have that for you, of course. And, you know, the hottest team in baseball is no longer. Of course, that's the Orioles. They've won 10 in a row now, but the Tigers having trouble with Kansas City. They had trouble with the White Sox at the end of their series there. They will start a new four game set with the Guardians, though, getting going later tonight. A 7 10 start. And they swept the Guardians last time they played them in the four-game series. Uh, no line on this game yet. Scheduled starters, Elvin Rodriguez, McKenzie for Cleveland. I think the over is going to be a play if it's around 8, 8.5. Uh, but no line yet. It should be out based on this recording the show really early on Thursday. Uh, but my guess is the Guardians will be a minus 125-ish, minus 135-ish type favorite. I think there'll be a little built-in action. With the, the fact the Tigers owned them last time they played, but uh, it's going to be a away game regardless. I'm going to see how game one of this series goes, and then go forward with it uh, when it comes to the next three games on Friday and over the weekend on Saturday and Sunday. Uh, we're gonna, as I've always mentioned to you, we're gonna take a look at open championship odds throughout you know, the tournament and things that I like. I will put on my Twitter at DanLeach971. We will have a recap of the first round for the Fantastic Friday show. Let you know if there's any uh, outrights I'm taking, any matchups, any top fives, top tens, top 20s. So many great things you can bet on at Bet Rivers when it comes to golf. Uh, and as I mentioned, we got so many interesting numbers to break down with my man Troy Mocker. But one thing I wanted to get to here with you is just a couple of numbers that we're seeing when it comes to the Big Ten winner. You've got Ohio State as a big favorite. Me and Troy are going to get into a little bit of this. Right now, they're minus 230. 88% of the money on Ohio State to win the Big Ten. No surprise there. 62% of the bets. Number two, though, the Wolverines. They're uh, plus 850, 4% of the money, but 10% of the bets. Wisconsin, 13-1. to They've got 1.4% of the money and 3% of the bets. But how about Penn State? Only Penn State and Michigan State, because they're obviously a team from Michigan, big footprint for Bet Rivers. The only other negligible teams uh, on this this list of Big Ten action, you know, you've got Penn State 13-1, 5% of the money, 13% of the bets. This, to me, is totally, and we're going to see what Troy thinks about it, totally a play for the fact that Bet Rivers has a big footprint in Pennsylvania. Because there is, I mean, listen, is there a chance? Of course, there's a chance that Rutgers could win the Big Ten. It's a very small one. But Penn State doesn't know who their quarterback is. James Franklin's still there. Is that long-term deal now? Uh, I, I think it's purely a play because people are excited about Penn State. And there's a lot of Penn State betters throwing money on that. By the way, Michigan State, they are the seventh favorite to win the Big Ten. 27-1, just 1% of the money so far. And 7.2% of the bets and very interesting numbers on the lions and eagles game one week one we're going to get into that with troy as well uh really looking forward to breaking all the stuff down as we do with troy on the show we'll get to him coming up straight ahead right here on the throwdown thursday edition of the detroit citycast brought to you by our great friends at Bet rivers Bet rivers sportsbook is offering new customers a deposit match up to 250 dollars when you sign up today, in addition to their welcome bonus, BetRivers has daily and ongoing promotions that can provide extra value. Download the BetRivers app or go to betrivers.com today to sign up. Must be 21. Playable in Michigan only. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-270-7117. And here he is, wearing a, in honor I guess maybe of Brendan Shanahan, and that. Uh, Colorado Avalanche Rivalry Series at ESPN, a Hartford Whalers hat. I know some people might not be able to see it, but if you can't, watch the video on my Twitter. It's awesome. Uh, Troy Mocker, the Senior Manager for Content Strategy for Met Rivers. Always love checking in with you, Troy. Troy, where do you get that Hartford Whalers hat from? Uh,
0: MitchellandNest.com. I've had it for two years now. Uh, well, I'm from D.C. I uh, went to a prep school in Connecticut. Also, uh, the Hartford Whalers have the best logo in sports history, in my opinion. So, Uh, It's definitely,
1: definitely up there. I still will vote the old English D and and maybe even the Wolverine, uh, you know, helmet. Um, But that is a sick hat, and there's a lot that I want to get to with here. Before we get into anything, I just have to ask you this because you've been sending me splits on summer league betting. And and listen, I'll be honest. I've been on the summer league before. And, of course, the Pistons have shut down Jane Ivey. Or maybe not officially shut him down, but he's been injured. He's probably not going to play the rest of the summer league. But, you know, it's fun to watch. team if you're like a Detroit Pistons fan or an Orlando Magic fan even though they shut down Vaquero, because you got some stars possibly in the making what kind of volume are you getting on summer league betting? Uh, A a really
0: good amount surprisingly (laughs) it's uh you know of the regular sports um even including soccer which is kind of in a lull now but there's enough soccer around the world that I'd call it a regular sport. You know, it, it ranks uh I believe third behind uh, MLB and then tennis And in the summer I'd call that a regular sport and tennis betting is just uh, obscene. I'm sure you you know all about that. Oh yes, yeah, my friend. Yeah, but so we've seen in in the last year uh WNBA and summer league betting have have blown up and I think uh it's just the volume, uh, it's taking place at a time now that there's more markets, more people are uh ready uh in a in can access it. Uh so uh, I I'm not surprised to see when at the lowest point in the summer um you know we're we're seeing a decent amount of action on uh, summer league and and also the w- WNBA which at this point has uh more money wager just this season than uh the calendar year prior to it. And they're only halfway through uh the season basically just started. So uh summer basketball is, is becoming a, a really popular
1: play. Uh not a huge amount, but a, a lot of volume in terms of bets. Yeah, listen, I, I've been made fun of before on ninety seven with a ticket here in Detroit. Uh you know, for betting preseason football and spring training baseball, I don't care because there's definitely value in doing it. Sometimes there's definitely value. I'm not saying you bet a ton of money you know, full units, you know, and thousands of hours on summer league basketball. Uh, but there's times where it's worthy of doing it. And, and also they're playing a lot more of those games on TV and mm-hmm. you got guys like Jay and here in Detroit before he got hurt and, Boncaro in Orlando and Chet Holgram in, in Houston. You know, there's some excitement to have a little action. Even though some of those, those games, those guys play three minutes. Uh, but it's it's I can see why there's people getting into it. And so don't let people make fun of you for being a general if you're betting uh, pre, you know, summer league basketball. Uh, but let's talk about something that a lot of people are going to bet. And I'm really excited about this, Troy, because we're getting closer and closer, less than a couple months away from college and pro football. And I want to start with the Lions. And I know that their win total is... At one point was six, but it's basically six and a half everywhere. And there are some very interesting numbers on the Lions' win total right now, even though it's at six and a half, isn't there?
0: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And and we have 70% of the money and 85% of the tickets on over six and a half. And I can tell you that we have more money on over seven than we do over six and a half. Because again, while the line is six or the, the money, the win total is six and a half, uh, we offer uh, alternate lines, so you can really pick your number. Uh, obviously, the odds will change, and, and perhaps it could have been one large bet, uh, someone feeling really good about the Lions to win over seven games. Uh, but, you know, of the two teams that, ha- that the public had a really poor opinion of last year, the Jets and the Lions both did really well in the draft. Both teams are being bet. Uh, through the roof on over win totals, and yes, they're, you know the Jets I believe are also at like four and a half or five, and the Lions are at six and a half. But we're seeing a ton of action come in on those two teams specifically, and I'm not surprised. Just given uh, you know the public fervor for Dan Campbell, uh, I think they're headed in the right direction. I don't know if it ends up with a Super Bowl championship, but uh, you know I, I this is a spot where I'm not surprised to see so much action, and not and not just in the state of Michigan, but in all bet rivers regions on the Lions to at least get over uh, six and a half. And again, the Bears could be terrible. Uh, the Vikings are probably going to be around 500, but always beatable. And then you have the Packers, which it all depends on health and how you know Aaron Rodgers responds with his new teammates.
1: Well, it's definitely not going to lead to a Super Bowl this year, but hopefully in the future it doesn't. And listen, I've talked about this a lot on, on this show. You know, there's 17 games now on the schedule. Lions won three. They tied one last year. Asking them to double their win total in a league filled with parity, you go back to 2001 when they changed the eight-division format, is not crazy at all. And to be honest, I know there are some that are like, oh, the Lions won 11 games this year. That's crazy. But to think they can win eight or nine isn't, you know, out of completely outlandish. I think they're going to win seven or eight games. That definitely goes over the total. And that's why I think that you see this. Is it possible, Troy, we could see that number get to seven before the season starts? I think you could. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. I, I completely agree that it, it might go up. I was trying to uh, pick apart you know, the numbers today and figure out, oh, wow, did it move up to seven since I've seen so much money? But I think it was an, an ultra high bet. Uh, there's uh, I, I think, especially in the NFL, while it is a league of parity, it's also a league where, uh you know, what is it? Like a, a, a third of the teams that make the playoffs one year don't make the playoffs the next year. Yep. And like at least three teams every year had a losing record who make the playoffs. Uh, And, you know, it it is hard, at least, you know, while I'm not from uh, Michigan and I'm from the East Coast, uh, I'm a national guy. uh, It is hard to sometimes, uh, you know, wipe the the smell of, of some teams like my team, the Commanders or the Browns or the Lions. And so it is.
1: Yeah, do me a favor, change the name of that team because it's stupid.
0: It's awful. I don't like it. I, I didn't like the previous one, but I'm now leaning back on. I'm just going to call them the football oh, the, team. The, football the Washington team.
1: football team is better than the Commanders. Yeah. That's for sure. Yeah,
0: it, it really changing the name to something worse made me really made me appreciate the football team. <laughs> um, but so when you have those teams, you know some people are just like, ah, I'm going to no way they're not. They're going to be bad again. Well, yeah, they could be bad in your book, but bad could be seven wins. And uh, how many games that they lost were the Lions either ahead in the first half or within a score with five minutes to go? Probably three. So you you went, hopefully, Dan Campbell and and establishing that, uh, you know, camaraderie and and just having uh, people there longer and now getting Aiden Hutchinson. You can get one of those wins. Then, you know, you hope the tie turns into a win and you're just improved. There's uh, another win. So three on top. There's your
1: six and a half. Yep. All I want this team to do is improve, yep. and you know, like you said, they were in a lot of games last year. Like Jim Schwartz, he was 0 sixteen. Then they won three games. Then they won seven games. Then they went to the playoffs. Right. That's what needs to happen with with Brad Campbell uh, or Brad 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 Holmes Brad, Brad Campbell Dan Holmes Dan Campbell Brad Holmes. Uh, that's what has to happen with Campbell and Holmes in this in this. You mentioned Hutchinson and Jameson Williams and uh, this really good young you know offensive. Line and and, and players that can really make a difference later in games learning after year one with Dan Campbell and and, and speaking of that, do you think the Lions are going to be a playoff team in 2022? No. Do you think they have a chance? Of course, because like you said, a a third of the teams are not going to make the playoffs and the, the Lions can be one of those teams that do, but I thought these numbers were fascinating. First off, the eighth most money to make the playoffs has been bet on the Lions at BetRivers. Once again, you know, big footprint in the Midwest. We get that, but it's not all people from Michigan that are taking this. Ninety-four percent of the money and ninety-one percent of the bets are on the yes to make the playoffs at plus three forty. The no, by the way, is about at four fifty-five. To me, this just seems like it's a value play. Yep. I, I understand why there's a, a ton of money on there. I don't think that it's people that are being crazy saying the Lions are going to the playoffs, but you're not laying four fifty-five. You're gonna take the plus three forty. So is that kind of am I right about that? I get why the the high percentage of bets and money on the Lions plus three forty because no one's gonna lay the money on the no. Right, correct,
0: yeah, and and really the only times uh, in a lot of those uh, strong plays for the, make the playoffs you see laying money on on the the, the shortest odds or when it's like the Bills or the Buccaneers and people are like you know what it, it's free money in my book. But no, right. the interesting thing here is back in mid May. You could have gotten the Lions at plus four hundred to make the playoffs, uh, and not much has changed since then. I believe that was post draft, uh, so you know it, it, the number has come down to three forty, and I think it's because people identify this as one of those uh, you know value plays because uh, we have more wild card uh, uh, spots um, than than we have in the past. Uh, I, I guess it's been around for two or three years, but um, there's an extra way to get in, uh, you know, and I think. Uh, that conference is one team that we know of that will, you know, pencil into the playoffs and then two teams that uh, whether it's the, the bears and the Vikings or the bears and the lions are, are not going to be great. So there's, uh, that's one division that always there's opportunity for a second team to sneak in uh, just because it's not a lot of beating each other up. I don't think so. I, Personally, like, again, I'm seeing a lot of Lions uh, to make the playoffs, even Jets to make the playoffs, which is – I'm not willing to go in on uh, at all.
1: <laughs> you better uh, not be. Uh, and but, I love Robert Sowell. I know him personally, but no thanks.
0: Yeah, yeah, like, I'm on the over for the Jets. Uh, at, I was like four and a half, I, I believe, when I got it, and I'll take it. Um, but I could as, – again, as a fan of a, a team that's been mired in, in just ineptitude, uh, more so off the field than on it, um, but – I, I look for progress, and I think in that division, they could potentially sneak into the playoffs as a wild card. And uh, plus 400 after they've really done, uh, you know, went into the offseason doing well, had a good draft, the momentum is
1: carrying them in the right direction. So uh, that's a play I kind of like from a value perspective. Sure. And I'll tell you this nationally uh, on the win total, you know, example. I know there's a lot of people nationally that are in on, on the Lions over six, six and a half. So this isn't just Michigan, you know, Detroit Lions fans in the Midwest. This is everywhere. Now, this is the one that I think does have the most value. Uh, 7.3% of the money so far and 3.6% of the bets overall are on the Lions plus 900, 9 to 1 to win the NFC North. Do I think the Lions have a great chance of winning the North? Of course not. But you mentioned this. The Bears, I think, are going to go backwards. I don't trust Justin Fields at all. They have a brand new regime there. The Vikings haven't really seemed to do much for me. They might just be, you know, kind of a middling team. Mm -hmm. And the Lions, I feel like, have improved themselves. Then you've got the Packers. Of course, they're the favorite for a reason. Rodgers is back. But are they infallible? No. And their defense could be a problem. I, I, the Lions at nine to one seems to be tremendous value. I know at one point I think it was eleven to one, yep. down to nine to one. I still like it at nine to one. If I'm going to make a play of all these things aside from the win total, you know, to win the NFC, to win the Super Bowl, to win the NFC North and playoffs, I think the NFC North nine to one is what I would do.
0: Yeah. Yeah, no, I don't disagree and it's you know, especially I, I feel like that's the way a lot of the divisions can be. The, either there's a dominant team and there there's typically separation, but if that dominant team and the Packers are susceptible to this, you know, they lose DeVonte Adams, the defense has been a question mark, uh and Aaron Rodgers, you know, he he has gotten injured before and also he's just been, you know, he's getting up there in age and and he's got a lot of lot of new players around him. I wouldn't be surprised if they, uh, you know, have a season it played by injury or or uh, frustration. Uh, and that just completely changes the entire division. And that's what happens in the NFL, like every two or three years per division, it feels like is the team you thought was going to dominate doesn't. And and then it's kind of, uh, you know, a Brook to see which team can
1: get to the top. No, it definitely is. There's some other numbers for you. Uh, NFC to win the NFC, the Lions 50 to 1, 4.5% of the money, 1.3% of the bets. It is the sixth most money on any team to win the NFC in the Super Bowl. I mean, people want to take Lions futures for the Super Bowl. Go ahead. I'm just going to tell you not to do that. Definitely not this year. Uh, they're 125 to 1, just 0.2% of the money and 0.3% of the bets, which it should be. But, Troy, I, I want to throw this Lions Eagles week one game. On September 11th, currently the Eagles minus 4, minus 195 on the money line at bet Rivers Lions, plus 158 on the money line in the total, 46.5. I thought it was fascinating. You did so, You always do such a great job diving into these numbers. But when you figured out where we're at as far as how much wager, like where this is ranking in most wager games in yeah. week one and most popular games by total tickets, this really surprised me. Yeah. Well, so... Uh not so much to me, and and
0: it be, in large part because if there was a team that kind of, as we've discussed, uh, how the off seasons went for the Jets and the Lions, I think one team that everyone was very high on in their off with one big question mark, but uh, is the Eagles, and that is also a big footprint of Bet Rivers. Um, and so we, we take a lot of Eagles action in general sure. um but we tend to see because if you know anything about Philly fans they are very erratic they're they're either they hate their team more than anyone oh, yeah, they hate them or no one can say a bad word so about their their team so when when they're positive they bet everything when the team is bad you're seeing uh, money going against the Eagles like no one's business because it's all Philly people hating their team but so I think this is uh, two teams uh, surging in the offseason, getting better, uh, you know, and the Eagles had uh, that crazy, what was it? Draft night trade of AJ Brown. Uh, Brown their question trade. mark is Jalen hurts, but it's also week one. I, you know, I, I think it's the most overhyped week of the season. It's the most overanalyzed season because it's, it's the first day of school for a lot of these teams because Perfect. they don't, they don't play preseason. Um, it, it, so, and if you look back to last year, you know, I think the, the dogs, uh won and covered uh you know at like 65 70 of the games in week one uh if you're if you're loving to play the overs i would probably say play the unders uh there's i think week one of the nfl is the most contrarian week there is uh just because it's a learning curve for everyone um but you know it, it's really uh i'm not surprised uh to see that the eagles lions is third most popular game by total tickets Uh, A little bit surprised to see this much money, only because there are some marquee games with some uh, big footprint for us. You know, Bears 49ers is big. Uh, Seahawks Broncos uh, is huge, especially, um, you know, with Russell Wilson. Uh, Panthers Browns, we've gotten a lot of money on recently because of the the trade. And that's another, you know, um, revenge game. Uh, you know, so uh, I, I think this is a, a sign that you know the public is invested in what these two teams have done in the offseason, and I, I and that's
1: trending the right direction. Yep, third most popular game by tickets, sixth most wagered on game by total money. Eagles minus four right now, the second most wagered on spread play of the week. Broncos, as you mentioned, about his four and a half for Seattle's number one. And just some uh, tidbits here for the man, the King Troy each of the Lions' last 11 home openers have gone over, and the Lions have covered the spread in four straight home games. Give me the lions. Give me the money line. Give me the over. I'll take it all. Uh, Troy, let's talk college football here for a minute. First, I just wanted to run through uh, these national championship odds. Bam, of course, the favorite plus one hundred and fifty. The Buckeyes plus two hundred and fifty. Georgia four to one. Uh, Clemson twelve to one. Notre Dame forty-five to one. Michigan fifty to one. Penn State sixty to one. A little crazy. I understand the, the footprint in Pennsylvania, and then Michigan State one hundred and fifty to one. Those are kind of the, the order of based on percentage of money and percentage of total tickets anything that stands out to you with the right right now where we're at with maybe even you know talking about Notre Dame being close to you know the Midwest uh, or being in the Midwest and Michigan Penn State obviously and Michigan State I think the Penn State numbers to me are the ones that stand out I mean Penn State is not winning the national title and not getting to the playoff and I guess never say never but as long as James Franklin's there keep me away from the playoff yeah. So uh, what's most surprising to me is not just Penn State, but Penn State
0: compared to Michigan. Uh, and sure. we had just a, a, a huge amount of money on Michigan uh, in the preseason last year. Uh, and, uh, you know, it was surprising given that the expectations were low Uh, But now I would think that after last season that that there there would be huge buzz. There would be a huge wagering on Michigan. But I think the thing is it's hard, really hard to get off the Alabama, Georgia, and Ohio State wagon, especially Ohio State. Um, But Penn State, to me, they don't have a quarterback. They've lost their wide receivers. I think they're going to be okay, but I'm surprised to see them at 6.1% of the money uh, just a shade less than Clemson, who I think is going to be markedly improved from last season.
1: Yeah, and I'll tell you this. Michigan, you know, being a big Michigan fan, you know this, Troy. They lost so much on defense. Hutchinson, Ojabo, Daxon Hill, and, and others to the draft. The offense could be one of the best in the country. We still don't know who the quarterback is. is it's going to be Cade McNamara, who took him to the playoff last year. Will it be J.J. McCarthy, who is the future of this team? So I can see part—I mean, for me, I'd love to be high in Michigan. I'm not this second. Could they still be in the running and be able to beat Ohio State and go to the playoff? And with the Big Ten, sure. But to me, I understand why Ohio State's up there. And uh, I, don't, I don't understand why people are wasting their money on Penn State. But I get it because they want to be Penn State fans. Uh, a couple other things here before we get to the Michigan State odds. Uh, big Ten winner, no surprise. Buckeyes minus 230, big favorite. No value there for me. 88% of the money, 62% of the bets. But then you did have Penn State, again, 5% of the action at 13-1. 13% to uh, or 5% of the money, excuse me, 30% of the total bets. By far the second most all in the Big Ten. Wolverines, you got 4% of the total money plus 850, 10% of the total bets. The Spartans, 27 to 1, 1% of the money and just 7.2% of the bets. Do we think we're going to see maybe, maybe more money on Michigan State as we get closer? Because to me, I mean, Michigan State's not winning the Big Ten. Uh, they've got Mel Tucker, they've got some talent there. He's recruiting well. But when you look at Wisconsin, even Penn State, Nebraska, Michigan, Iowa went to the Big Ten title game last year. I, I think Michigan State's where they should be at twenty-seven to one, but is there any value there? Uh, I would wait a little bit. Um, it's probably going to go up. Yeah, that, that's what I think,
0: and, and not because you know they they may lose an early season game like Western Michigan or something, but I, I think that the gap early on, uh, if Ohio State is dominant in Week One or Week Two, uh, is going to widen, and that will uh, impact Michigan State. I, I see this, uh, the Big Ten this year as oh. Perhaps I'm wrong, but a one one team league, at least as far as playoffs go, uh, um, even like opportunity, I, I I can't really see any other team from this uh, conference making the playoff because that means they would wait. Have it's added- not
1: it's not a two team league with Ohio State and USC. Oh, I'm sorry, forget about that. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll have to. We'll, that's what two years from now, a year from now. Yeah, D- D- Troy. I don't know if you. I don't know if you've heard me say this yet. I think it's so stupid, but I I guess you got to grow with the times. Whatever. I. My, I I, I I, could spend hours on this. I think
0: all conferences should be regional-based more than anything. More than money, television rights. I That's think what it college be all about. Yeah, I, I'd say the same for basketball. I I, I don't like it at all. Uh, I understand why it's happening, but, um, you know, I don't even think Rutgers should be in the Big
1: Ten. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry to you, I'll let you finish your point there.
0: Yeah, uh, but so, um, yeah, I think it's a, a one-team conference. Um, I, this is where – this would be honestly – A bet I would stay away from uh, for now. I'm going to wait to find value. um, You know, if CJ Stroud isn't making the progress uh, that we thought he would, if he if he plays the same way he did in the first four games last year, I may start taking a look because ultimately uh, he's the the biggest, uh, the most important player for that team. But also, I think the X factor. If he doesn't play well, uh, you know, I think they could uh, be in for a little bit of a struggle. And really, in college football, for an elite team, that means is potentially one loss, potentially two losses,
1: and you're done. Sure does. Big Ten Dots, by the way, Ohio State minus 500, 8.1% of the money, 13% of the bets. Penn State, 6-1, 18% of the money, 19% of the bets. Michigan, plus 650, 51% of the money, no surprise there. But lot of Wolverine backers, 38% of the bets. And the Spartans, 16-1, 22% of the money and 25% of the bets. Troy, when you look at Michigan State's win total, I know we're going to have Michigan win total numbers soon, but for now, you got Michigan State. Seven and a half over is taking ninety one point five percent of the money and forty one point seven percent of the bets the over seven and a half on Michigan State now is the twenty seventh most wagered on win total by money. This to me does not seem like a Midwest footprint thing. This might seem like we're kind of seeing a lot of value with people are respecting Mel Tucker and I looked at Michigan state's schedule it's not incredibly tough they should win eight games, but is that surprising to you that you're seeing all that money on the over right now uh, Not terribly. Um, I I think because, you know, uh, we we tend to
0: see uh, strong plays in one way or or another. You know, there are some teams like randomly South Alabama uh, is the most wagered on win total and it's under nine wins. Like, which uh, is
1: fascinating. Yeah, I like
0: I want to when I have some time, I want to spend all the time figuring out why, because I think that's super, super cool. Uh, but usually it's on the overs. Uh, and usually, you know, it, it's a lot of, of bigger, bigger bets, one person feeling super confident uh, far enough away from the start of the season. Uh, so this is one where I actually think that uh, I look more at the bets than the money, because uh, that gives you a, a, it's just one to one as opposed to 100 to one or 50 to one dollars $50 is is one bet $1 bet is, is one bet. So I early on, uh, for smaller markets, I tend to look at bets more. Um, but I'm not surprised to see uh, you know damn near all our money on the over because as we mentioned, I think it's a one uh, you know, one team league, but at the same time as we discussed with football, you know all it takes is is one team rising above the rest and they're, they're being uh, you know a second tier. A lot of times you see a first tier and a third tier. And the third tier has seven teams. The first year has one team and there is no second tier. And I think Michigan State is a team that could potentially do that again uh, in the Big Ten because I don't think it's going to be as competitive as, as last year.
1: That's perfectly explained. Uh, by the way, if people didn't know, you can, of course, bet on uh, Week 1 games, the Friday night opener for the Spartans against Western Michigan. They're minus 18.5. This is Michigan State, minus 12.50. On the money line, the total 54.5. 99% of the money, no surprise, on the Michigan State money line, 98% of the bets and 36% of the money uh, and 60% of the bets on the Michigan State spread. Over's got 89% of the money, 92% of the bets uh, on the over as well. Michigan State or Michigan-Colorado State, I'll be there, Troy, on Saturday, September 3rd. Uh, the Wolverines minus minus twenty. At this game's the other way, you got just twenty nine percent of the money on the Michigan spread, twenty four percent of the bets. And the over has just seven percent of the money, and eighteen percent of the bets. Do you think we're going to see a lot of? We- like I, before I let you go, I wanted to ask you about this. Do you think we're going to see movement on these kind of games? on maybe some of these futures within like maybe the beginning of August, beginning of camp. Like, is there a sweet spot that maybe people listening today should think about making their bet before or waiting till after?
0: Yeah, no, I absolutely think there is, especially in week one and week two of the college football season where you will see ludicrous spreads. 37 and a half, <laughs> 18 and a half, 29 and a half. Um, and I think this is where you can, if you, if you bet at the right time, you can really make make your mark uh, because, you know, all it takes is is uh, not even a bad injury camp, injury in camp, but like a, a nagging, lingering thing where you don't know someone's availability. That will, if they're a star player, that will adjust it uh, one and a half, and the lines are so big uh, that, you know, I think there's more room for adjustment than if it were six and a half to six or, you know, three and a half to three. You know, 27 and a half to, to 25 and a half, that, that could be one player or, um, you know, uh, a, a, a quarterback um, controversy that hasn't resolved itself, something like that. So uh, I think there is absolutely a sweet spot to, to do some do some research, gain some knowledge, and take advantage of these just massive week one lines.
1: Troy, you're the master for so many reasons. Next time we got to talk further. And I know the Michigans had a 9.5 win total. It was on, it was off the board. Right. So obviously that, that will happen sometimes with certain teams. But to just all the numbers you're able to get us, uh, you know, each and every day for the Detroit City Cats. But when you come on the show especially, I really appreciate it. Looking forward to college football and the pros being here before we know it. And we got the Open Championship. Did you Did you have a uh, – hopefully you're listening to my show because I know you love me. Uh, but I, Fleetwood, Tony Finau, Shane Lowry are my mains. Anyone you like for the Open?
0: Oh, gosh. Uh, I was thinking about this earlier today. It's, it's probably not one of the top five odds, guys. Uh, I, Shane Lowry is a great, great choice for me. Tommy Fleetwood, I would love to see win, but, like, people have been betting on Tommy Fleetwood over the top for the last 2 years uh in all the majors um and i haven't seen enough from him but i would love that that would be a great story but i Shane Lowry based off the guys you just mentioned um I'll, I'll go with he's been playing very well uh and he's usually in and around the top 10 in in odds and uh, in money and tickets so i think this would be a good spot for him
1: just excited if my guys win you get to choose whatever new hat you want to buy it for him. Ooh, yeah. A sweet deal, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Troy Mocker, the senior manager for content strategy for Pet Rivers. Thanks so much for the time. Can't wait to talk to you again, my man. Thanks, man. There he is, Troy, king of the Troys. Much more to come here on the Detroit CityCast, the Throwdown Thursday edition brought to you by Bent Rivers. Great stuff, as always, from Troy Mocker. Love having him on. we him on leading up to football season, and of course, throughout it as well. You can follow him on Twitter at Troy M-A-C-H, I are. And as we discussed, you know, there's going to be times to pull the trigger on some futures bets, times to wait for them, and I'm going to talk about that with you throughout the next, you know, seven weeks leading into the season because there's going to be times where I'm going to give you a play where I think you need to make it now, and then there'll be times where I tell you to hold off on things, especially like Heisman odds on J.J. McCarthy and Cade McNamara when we don't know who the starter is right now. Uh, so there's definitely different things that are better to make now, A lot of them I think are going to be better to make later on, and we'll kind of monitor the odds for you. That's why I do the show, to keep you informed on all of that stuff. And as I mentioned uh, throughout the week, with the Open Championship starting based on uh, when you listen to the show, it could be halfway through the the first round. It could be all the way through. Uh, Anything that I like throughout the tournament, as always, I will put up on my Twitter, at DanLeach.com. 97-1. 97-1. Until next time, though, it's going to do it for us here on the Throwdown Thursday edition. We'll see you tomorrow for a fantastic Friday. Get yourself up for the entire weekend. Until then, keep reaching for the stars. Believe in the dream. Big thanks again to Troy Mocker, Dan Leach, the Squatch. Out!